This message comes from NPR sponsor Progressive Insurance, where drivers who switch could save hundreds on car insurance. Get your quote at Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Janine Herbst. The widow of slain Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny says she will continue her husband's work promoting democratic change in Russia. NPR's Charles Maines reports the announcement was delivered in a video posted to her late husband's YouTube channel. Yulia Navalny was a fixture at her husband's side during his years in Russian opposition politics, witnessing not only Alexei Navalny's speeches, but his repeat arrest and harassment at the hands of authorities. Now Navalny says she'll pick up her husband's mantle as President Vladimir Putin's fiercest critic and urge Russians to join her effort. The announcement comes as Russian authorities continue to prevent her family access to Navalny's body, more than three days after prison officials say he lost consciousness and died following a walk. Navalny says the delay is intended to cover up what she calls her husband's murder, but vowed to expose both the real cause of death as well as the Russian officials behind it. Charles Maines, NPR News, Moscow. President Biden says he would meet with House Speaker Mike Johnson on the stalled bipartisan funding package that includes money for Ukraine. The Senate passed the measure, but Johnson says he won't bring it to the House floor for a vote. They're making a big mistake not responding. Look, the way they're walking away from the threat of Russia, the way they're walking away from NATO, the way they're walking away from meeting our obligations, is just shocking. I've been for a while. I've never seen anything like this. Johnson's been demanding a meeting with Biden, but Congress is on a break and it won't be back until February 28th. And when they do get back, they'll face an urgent deadline to avert a partial government shutdown that would start March 1st unless Congress acts. The man who killed three first responders during a weekend standoff near Minneapolis was ineligible to own firearms because of his criminal record. As Matt Sepik of Minnesota Public Radio reports, the shooter also died during the incident early Sunday, which started as a domestic violence call. Court records show that Shannon Cortez Gooden was prohibited from possessing firearms because of a 2008 felony assault conviction. The 38-year-old petitioned a judge unsuccessfully in 2020 to have his gun rights restored. In opposing the request, a prosecutor noted that two of Gooden's romantic partners had filed orders for protection against him. Gooden fatally shot two police officers and a firefighter paramedic from the suburb of Burnsville. Another officer was treated and released. Gooden barricaded himself inside a house for for hours with seven children ages 2 to 15. All survived without physical injury. For NPR News, I'm Matt Sepik in Minneapolis. Asia markets are trading lower at this hour. The Nikkei, the main market in Japan, is down about one-tenth of a percent. The Hang Seng in Hong Kong is down about three-tenths of a percent. U.S. futures contracts are also trading lower. You're listening to NPR News from Washington. Capital One says it's acquiring Discover Financial Services in a deal worth $35 billion. The two companies are among the largest credit card issuers in the country. Capital One says it wants to build a global payments company, and Discover has a valuable gold payments network that's in 200 countries. The deal is set to close late this year or early next year, pending regulatory and shareholder approval. One of the top destinations for ice climbing in the world is tucked away in the Colorado mountains. And President's Day weekend is the busiest time of the year. Colorado Public Radio's Tina Sig tells us how the nonprofit ice park makes its ice. On cold evenings, the water turns on. 
we're humble ice farmers. Jason Watkins is one of several ice farmers who use hundreds of little sprayers to create nearly two miles of ice formations in a deep gorge. Watkins says the weather was relatively warm in the early part of winter. So when he looks out on the Uray Ice Park's giant icicles, he feels proud. Because it, uh, it was hard work this year. Tending to a crop that brings joy to climbers and big bucks to the local economy. For NPR News, I'm Stina Seek. Crude oil futures are trading higher at this hour, up four-tenths of a percent, $79.50 a barrel in electronic trading on the New York Mercantile Exchange. U.S. futures contracts are trading lower. I'm Janine Herbst, NPR News in Washington. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Integrative Therapeutics with vitamins and supplements previously available only through practitioners, including Cortisol Manager. Unlock your best self with clinician-curated supplements from Integrative Therapeutics, now on Amazon. 